0: So when are you going to get married?
1: Oh, that's how we start now.
0: Yeah. Uh, or are you just going to be be alone forever in this life of black love and february Nah,
1: I definitely want to get married. I definitely want to get married. Can they hear me from that? Yeah, yeah, know each other. Yeah, I definitely want to get married Uh, eventually. you know, There's no rush. There's no rush to it. I feel like a good age would be like 26, 27.
0: Oh, okay. Okay.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Like... <coughs> oh do you think it's what do you think about like the people that are getting married right now? Like do you have people from like your high school you went to that got married? Like I mean right now it might be not too bad um, but like, twenty twenty one, like right out of high
0: school. So here's the thing, here's the thing. I feel like if we're not trying to do like crazy shits in life Mm -hmm. Then go ahead and get married But if you're like Trying to like Move all over the country And like Semi be famous Or like Start your own company Or do this or that Or this (laughs) and that Take a breather You don't need to get married Because I feel like The people that are Getting married right now Are just going to end up Being like accountants Or Working finance Or something Like a concrete 9 to 5 Where they can just like Build with their Significant other In the same place Where they've been forever And there will be No problems So you
1: think it's like They're choosing To like settle Already.
0: See, here's the thing We need people to settle in this life <laughs> that's, that's really what we need that's true. That's true. And I'm that's tired true. of the. I'm tired of social media Trying to make motherfuckers Want to be like These ultra famous celebrities That want to do this and that And fuck her and her and her yeah. When you don't want to do none of that You want to act like your parents did Yeah. So yeah, no Don't leave that cul-de-sac You'll be fine Not everyone can move to New York
1: A 9 to 5 is motion. I saw, saw a tweet I said that's true. Getting a job is not sweet. That's <laughs> yeah, not act like, like niggas go to college and it's still a struggle after college. So bro, bro, five is motion.
0: Have you ever been just declined from a job, bro? I applied to this one spot and they literally they hit me back in the email like, "You are unqualified for the <laughs> position. We moved on." I'm like, you know what? I don't even yeah. blame you for it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not nah, even, nah. even bad for it. The thing
1: that makes me bad about applying for jobs right now is like, okay. You said it's entry level, right? (laughs) Why are you asking for three to four years of experience? Make that make sense. Make it make sense.
0: They're not talking about you. It's
1: not serious. (laughs) (laughs)
0: You're not being serious. Nah, bro. They're talking about their friend's son that's been working with their dad for four years. See, that's I think that's who they're actually looking for. Yeah. No not so much like so it's black folk
1: like, folks. <laughs> it's like you're giving like a fake free opportunity
0: exactly are you tired of this whole school stuff yet now that you're back from war
1: <sighs> yeah dude i'm not going to lie i have senior itis but i'm a sophomore it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's, 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 the dots are not connecting well bro like i've had a i had a class this week and i've been this is our fourth week
0: Mm-hmm. At the U, y'all are at four weeks. Four weeks. Shit. Time is flying. School makes time go fast. Doesn't? Aren't y'all? It's fifteen weeks in a in a semester, right? 14, 12? Yeah, somewhere around there. Yeah, yeah. Somewhere in the teens, mid teens. Mm-hmm. Bro, I've
1: been late three weeks in a row. Three weeks. This week I was on time though, but the lady she was starting to look at me a little str- like, "Come on, bro. It's a small class." <laughs> Stop doing this. I, I know you, bro. Old, you're the oldest one here. I'm 22. Oh, wow. <laughs> it's
0: like a freshman class. <laughs> they called you an old-ass nigga, too? Bro, that's kind of crazy. Low-key,
1: they be throwing shade. They be like, raise your hand <coughs> if you were born in, like, 2002. And everyone would be raising their hand. I'd just be looking around like the old-ass like classroom. But it's
0: all right. You know what? At least start now so you don't have to get hit with the who was born in, 20, in 2004. Yeah, that that's, would be crazy. That's really what you need to really that's watch crazy. out for. Oh, my God. One thing that I've, like, rarely, like, looked back on, especially now, like, my senior year and shit like that, bro, the fact that, like, freshmen are genuinely, like, 18 years old. Yeah. And I'm like, you guys still look like children for real. Yeah. <laughs> look like kid kids. We There's no like kids. way that you're in the same college that I am in. Yeah. And I'm in no way. I don't think, like, I look, like, super grown or nothing like that. Right. But I just still just seen it's just wild as hell. Oh, well, no. Do you find it weird when motherfuckers date younger motherfuckers? Depends on the age gap. Okay. Okay. Depends okay. Depends on the age gap. Have you seen um what's that nigga name uh Leonardo DiCaprio and his
1: girl? I've been just seeing the tweets where it's like, <laughs> bro, you're fifty. He like dates them at nineteen to like twenty five, dumps them, then restarts again at nineteen. Mm, How mm. old is his girl right this now? This was nineteen.
0: Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> That's a crazy gap see That's, that's, I, that's all I'm saying That's bro. a crazy gap Cause I'm like bro That's as if like My dad wanted data day My little brother's age I'm like, yeah. That's just insane <laughs> That's just insane That's a crazy gap
1: <laughs> I'm not gonna lie
0: See Do you think that Money corrupts people Especially powerful men Cause like I feel like Once you, If you're making like Crazy amount of money I feel like regular shit Doesn't really get you Going anymore
1: Mmm I don't know If I would say corrupt I think like I mean it's pretty like cliche but it's like when people are like the more money you get the more power influence you have it mm-hmm. just like kind of shows who you are like it magnifies <laughs> who you are
0: so that was just like he's a crazy creepy nigga forever that's yeah, just I the 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 think, think it.
1: about there's a bunch of creepy niggas that we know right uh-huh but they have no bread Ah. They have no bread. Like, But <laughs> if they were a superstar, now they would be like, who's this creepy actor? But it's like, now nah, he's been creepy since college. Mm. He's been a weirdo since college. Mm. Nah, but, but now he has bread, so now he has money to really fund his weirdo activities. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I remember
0: watching an episode on You where it was like the ones like celebrity. Mm. Uh, his whole thing was like he liked like younger girls or something like that, right? Yeah. And it really gets me thinking, how many people do I know personally are just living that type of crazy life, but they just don't have the ability to make their own dreams come true? Probably, like, 15%. 15? Yes.
1: Goddamn. I don't know. I just made that <laughs> up. But, like, I don't—I mean, everybody's, like, weird in their own way, but, mm. like, I think it just gets—
0: That's immoral? Yeah, when you do any immoral
1: activities, that's when shit gets weird. You know what I'm—because, like, everyone looks at Braun right now, and they're like, how is he not crazy? Like Ooh. I, LeBron. Oh, like, LeBron! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I would be looking at LeBron, and it's just like, how are you still doing what you're doing? How are you still being so wholesome? Ooh! And it's like you, he has the power to do anything he wants. If LeBron were to like <laughs> kill somebody in Cleveland and <laughs> knock on your door, you have no option but to take the ten years from him. I,
0: like you, you feel me? Yeah. You know, no, Tell him, LeBron. I, I feel that. I feel. That. I feel that. You know, I would hide LeBron from the fugitives. You hide him. <laughs> you would hide him. Oh god! Did your dad score forty thousand points? I I don't know. I I don't know. I don't know. So it's just like, yeah, I think like the more money you get, like,
1: or in terms of like where DiCaprio is at, it's Mm -hmm. just like he's probably been like this his whole life. Mm -hmm. But now he has the clout, he has the money, so he can really fund what he wants to do now. Mm You know what I'm saying? Do you
0: think that money would ever make you separate from who you are? Like, do you think the person that you are right now Mm -hmm. is who you actually are, or do you just not have enough money to really like live out your craziest ideas? Uh, that's a good question. Uh, I think I wouldn't know till I'm in
1: that position. For real. Mm-hmm. Because you know, it's easy to say stuff when you're not in that position. Mm, okay, you know? okay. I could only hope that I'm still like a genuine good person if I got to that level. I feel that. I feel you
0: that. I'd mean? be feeling like the. <sighs> How about yourself? I feel like the world wants me to be a bad person, but I'm like trying to like fight off all like the dickheaded ideas that I really have deep inside of me. Right. Cause like I watch the way some people like press other people mm-hmm. and I'm like, me personally, come with me, come at me with that type of energy. I don't even know what I would do. Cause of like, so I think I've had like the privilege to just not be tested for real. Like after my like Middle school years, I feel like people just, like, slowly just stopped testing me altogether. Because, like, I was bullied when I was younger, but I was, like, smaller than everybody else. Okay. So, now that I'm older, I feel like people don't really get the chance to, like, try me. Because it's like, bro, you look weird trying to, like, you you feel me? Trying to, like, do too much when it comes to someone like me. Right. So, I start to think, now, what happens if I get enough money to shield me from all the nonsense that's in the world? Would I start to lose touch? With everyone and everything, mm. that's one of the things that I, I think about a lot.
1: You might, you might. I There's think no it, reason not to. I feel like it would to if once you get bred, losing touch. I feel like it might be easy to not become a weirdo mm-hmm. if that's not who you are now. Okay. But yeah, yeah. Losing touch would probably be like the hardest part mm-hmm, right, mm-hmm, with reality. Mm-hmm. You know uh,
0: what I'm saying? <laughs> What's the craziest thing that you'd want to do once you start? Like when you're up. When I'm up, mm-hmm.
1: the craziest thing or like what I would do.
0: Yeah. What's something you would do
1: first thing I'm doing is you know make sure the parents are straight, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, make sure they're smooth, or tired their parents. I yeah. feel like that's a goal everybody has. I feel like that's like basis, yeah, that's, yeah that that's should basis, be like the, the basis. Yeah, if yeah, you yeah. get ready, don't you, take care of your parents, that's you're kinda, sick, that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> you're low key sick,
0: even if your parents beat you, yeah, you gotta if you're African because some some white parents be like going crazy with the ass, but not gonna right, right, hold you, but right. continue.
1: Hey, you think that's over? What? Is that a topic you could talk about? Like, you think. Like beating kids is over Like,
0: So my whole thing is If you are poor mm-hmm. Go ahead Because the likelihood That everyone else around you Is also beating their kids yeah. Is very high yeah. But if you're making real money Like Adrian Peterson money yeah. was dragging it I feel like AP was dragging okay. it crazy okay. I feel like once you start making money you should be able to not be stressed enough for your Id- Your first idea of discipline. should not be, bro, you don't fuck all that and slap this shit out your kid. I feel okay. like that's really what you should come to realize. Okay. How about you? What are you thinking?
1: I don't know. It's tough. It's tough. You know, mm. like I've worked with kids. Like really? The after school program, like uh-huh, in high uh-huh. school. And I'm just like, I'm really like, you can really get to them without beating them. But that's not your kid, so why the fuck is you touching another kid? Of course, like in my mind, it's like I would never put my hands on him because I'll lose my job. Yeah, yeah. But it's just like, okay, you see a kid doing something bad, like you can really get to him and like talk to him, walk him through it without mm-hmm. beating him. Because it's like, bro, he doesn't know what he's doing. Mm, a lot okay. of the times, he doesn't know what he's doing. Or okay. he or she?
0: Mm-hmm. He's just—they're just—they're just kids. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's seven years old. Like we ah, still do kinda, dumb that's stuff so now. Crazy. I don't know, ah, bro. Like, my my whole thing is like, I feel like when you're genuinely hurting a child, I feel like you're dragging it. Yeah, because like seven is you're a small human, yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, you just don't know. You start getting bigger at like eleven. That's when you start getting like cognitively like aware of shit, what right? You're doing. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. it's just like I don't know. You know,
1: I I hope I never have to. I feel like if I can be able to discipline my kids without beating them or disciplining them mm-hmm. with, like, physical means. It's, mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. I think that would be the best option.
0: Okay, okay. You know what I'm saying? No, so, uh, I, f- I feel like that's a that's the best way to, like, actually interact with another person because it's, like... I know African people would be sick if they heard me saying, <laughs> Do
1: not spare the rod.
0: It says in the Bible, do not spare the rod. Like, bro, it's not that deep. <laughs> See, bro, oh, my God. It's just when it comes to, like, African parents, I feel like the first generation like my parents generation when they first came here yeah. life was so hard that like they were so stressed out that the first thing that they were thinking of was like like no no you're dragging it down dra- <laughs> because i i have a vivid memory of like when i was a younger right right it was me and my uh two brothers we were playing football in the house and my brother would get the ball and punt the ball straight into the ceiling where uh, my mom was yeah, sleeping. He,
1: she wasn't playing with that.
0: And now, like, when I think about moments back like that, I was like, why were we even doing that? So just, there was outside. We literally had a backyard. She came down and whipped that out. Like, up. literally, immediately,
1: immediately, immediately. But it did make us who we are. Of course, of course. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> she did have work that <laughs> she, night, yeah, too. So she's not like... playing with you. She's not playing with you. That's That's a good point. You know, mm. they did come here. They grew up with whole different childhood.
0: You know what I'm saying? I live with my uh, grandma, so, yeah. like, I'm able to, like, see, like, the uh, historical backing uh, of the way my mom is. And that's it's, tough. It's always interesting. It's always interesting. Because, like, I don't even blame my mom either. Yeah. Because of... <laughs> I feel like a thing with a lot of, like, especially Nigerian, like, women, mm-hmm. they're able to, like... Since they're so educated, they tend to make so much money, and that kind of, like, detaches them from everyone else. And it has them giving them the, my, the mentality of, like, I made it. I did all this shit in my life. Right. So how are you selling my bag? <laughs> you're right. selling yeah. my bag now. Yeah. <laughs> you're, like,
1: an extension of them. Exactly.
0: I mean. Exactly. So I see what you're saying. Mm-hmm. So it's, like, when you're, when you're fucking up, it's more like they're, it seems like they are the ones that drop the ball, when in totality it's, like, you are your own separate person. Exactly. Mm-mm. Do you have, how, how's your how's your own mental? Um,
1: like my own mental health?
0: Yeah, how's your own mental?
1: Uh, I would say I'm doing good. Um, of course, there's ups and downs day to day, to day week to week, month to do month. Do you
0: feel like you've like <clears throat> found yourself now that you're like, do you feel like you're grown? At this age? Yeah.
1: I, no, I think it's just a journey. Like I really do think, I don't think we're going to ever hit a point where we're like, we know it all. Because it's like when I was younger, when I'm looking at somebody that's 22, I'm like, oh, that's a grown man. Like, he really know how he's moving. Like, look Mm -hmm. at, you know, he got a beard on his face. You know what I'm saying? Like, Mm -hmm. you're looking at your older cousin. Mm -hmm. And then you get to that age and you're like, I still feel like I'm 18, 19. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? How
0: so? Just like. You said, like, the things you're doing right now don't really matter for real? Or what?
1: No, I'm just saying, like, my mentality. I wouldn't say, like, I think. I'm moving how I used to think a 22-year-old guy would move when I was younger, if that Mm, makes sense. okay. Like, think about it like you're in middle school. You have a guest speaker come into your class. He's like, yeah, I mean, or you're in high school. You're a freshman in high school. Uh, College rep comes to your school, and he goes to UST. He's Mm -hmm. 22. Mm -hmm. When you're looking at him, you're like, this guy is like professional Like he's oh, for yeah, real yeah. This mm-hmm. is a grown man Like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But then you hit that age And you're like it wasn't grown for real He wasn't grown <laughs> for was real. Just me real Yeah, just You no, know what it, I'm I saying So I think like Everything in terms of Like mental health Physical health mm-hmm. It really is just gonna be A journey mm-hmm. I don't think there's ever Gonna be a point where you're Like I'm good forever Okay You know But I do think There's always gonna be Stressors in life Anxiety You know You might feel sad Every once in a while mm-hmm. You know It's just ups and downs of life what
0: would be your main things that you've learned recently for your own self like over this past year
1: i would just say the thing i think that separates a lot of people when it comes to like physical health and mental health and things like that is we all go through you can't tell somebody like what they went through wasn't tough for them Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying because some people are like how can you be complaining you have food on your plate right mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but me just having that individual having homework might be the biggest stress they faced mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. that's a big thing for them but then for someone else it's like getting food on my plate is the biggest thing you mm-hmm, know mm-hmm. so a perspective is very big mm-hmm. you know that can help you a lot and then also i think like i was saying the thing that separates a lot of people is just having the tools to get through what they're getting through. Okay, I feel that. Like, out. just being educated on, like, what can help me in this moment to get through to that next place. Mm-hmm. That, so, like, if you don't have a lot of tools, you might resort to just drinking or smoking your problems away mm-hmm. or eating your problems away, sleeping your problems away. But, you know, if you got the tools, you know, it doesn't have to be excesses, but maybe you could talk to people around you, journal, meditate, you know, get more involved in your faith, whatever it may be.
0: So Okay, I feel that, I feel that. I feel like it's hard not to minimize other people, especially when they're behaving in a way that's, like, the problem that they have is kind of, like, low tier in my own opinion. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of hard for me to, like, hold off what I'm thinking to cater to the other person, but I know that's a thing that I, like, I must do, because, like, like you are saying, a lot of people don't really, some people just haven't gone through enough things for them to realize how, like, minute this problem really is. I'm not
1: saying I'm perfect at it. I'm I'm saying that's something, like, I learned, and I'm just like, oh, like, I learned that, what would I say, last, we're in 2023? (laughs) 2023 summer i would say like last spring so 2022 spring okay what learning. what happened so it was more so i'll speak like more broadly term, Okay. Yeah, yeah. you, know, you don't want to no out nobody's out yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. but if there was a situation that happened right and it was amongst like some of my closer friends right mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and when the situation happened the person that it happened to he handled the situation completely different than what I, how I would have handled the situation. Mm-hmm. It was like, all right, we're going to throw away 10-year relationships. We're mm-hmm. going to, you know, damn near go to court, da-da-da-da, this, mm-hmm. that, and the next. Mm-hmm. And to me, it was like, oh, yeah, no, it's serious. Like, the situation that happened was, like, nothing to, like, laugh at or nothing. It was like, let's take it serious. Mm-hmm. But I thought it was blown almost out of proportion.
0: Ah, okay, yeah. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. then that's
1: when it clicked in my mind. And I was talking to one of my friends, like, six months later, and he was just like, you can't really tell somebody that what they're going through isn't serious just because you've gone through more. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So that helped me gain more empathy. Like, mm. getting deployed, I'm like, all right. Like, if you – that was big for How me. How is
0: that? While you were deployed, like, meshing all these different personalities together? Like, the people I'm working with? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was – Are was, you Were you one of the people that be fighting folk? Or were you, like, back, like, typing on paper? Uh,
1: my job was, like – Fueling aviation, like ah, okay, so, I'm supporting yeah, yeah. helicopters, okay, yeah, yeah. and like fighter helicopters and things like that. Like, mm-hmm. my job was to fuel them when they land, so they're doing their missions, and then I'm doing my job to support them, you know what I'm saying? Okay, yeah. yeah. So, um, in terms of like meshing in with a bunch of different personalities, I think that's what helped me find, like, a, a joy for trying to find understanding between people. Mm. So, like, when I'm talking to somebody, and they might be from New Mexico, okay, cow, cowboy, cowgirl.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm from
1: Minneapolis, listening to load L- L- whatever. Mm-hmm, you know what mm-hmm, I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm still suburban, don't get me wrong. Of course, of course. But, like, you know, <laughs> like, I'm not going to say, like, I'm, you know, from the city or nothing, yeah, but yeah, yeah. we live two different com- Complete yeah, yeah. So I just found a joy in, like, trying to find, like, where can we find common ground? How can we build this relationship? Because I was forced to. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I'm there. I'm working with you 24 hours a day. You know, we're going through all this, this stuff that happens on deployment. Mm-hmm. Um, we have to find common ground. Like, I need to know you have my back when we are doing what we're doing. You feel me? You feel me? So... That's how that went for the most part, and I think I brought that back with me. Yeah,
0: yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah. Are you a warmonger? What goes on out there? That's one of the things <laughs> that's one things I really want to talk with folks about. Yeah. Oh my god. I remember I was talking with this one dude. Uh he was deployed for like a while. Iraq, mm-hmm. and then motherfucking um he was doing all the oil fighting. Yeah, he okay. did he did a bunch of that stuff, right? Okay. I bet him during during the summer. It was like, yeah, I know it's kinda. You change, you mentally just like yeah. not just deteriorate, but mm-hmm. you feel like everything is just so like excessive now for him. Oh, coming back, yeah. Oh,
1: definitely, because it's like when you're like we we're learning about this in in our in our marketing class, and mm-hmm. the dude was saying like I know can connect back what you're saying. Mm-hmm. He's just like when you go into the corporate world, there's jobs like tech world where the layout is flat, so it's like. It allows for more creativity, and there's not so much like top-down. Like you have a boss, and your boss has a boss. Ah, oh, okay. okay. Like there's less bureaucracy in yeah, the tech it's world. Just okay. like, Creativity is more promoted and Mm -hmm. you're not really micromanaged. Mm -hmm. And he's Mm -hmm. like, on the other side of the spectrum, it's the military. It's more top-down. Literally
0: top-down? Everything is
1: like from food to what you're going to wear to what you're going to do to who you're going to be with to what you're going to bring. That's all mapped out for you. All you got to do is pack it and come in the right clothes to do Mm -hmm. your job. Mm -hmm. So it's like when you come back, it's like, bro, I was the worst cook for a whole year. I was making... (laughs) Jail meals. Like, my roommates, I knew something was up because I was eating, right? I made some food and I'm eating. My roommates are just quiet, like eerily quiet. We just chilling on the couch. I'm looking around. I'm like, Nah, i mean it's some bullshit right now. <laughs> you know? So it's, so, it's like you come back and it's like, okay, you're wearing different fits every day. You have mm-hmm. your own schedule. No one's on your case. You can really do whatever you want. You, you can be
0: a bum in peace. In peace.
1: <laughs> so, it's just like I could definitely see the angle of like, oh, you come back and everything feels too much.
0: A hundred percent. Okay, I feel that. I feel that. Mm-hmm. Would you actually want to like fight in the front lines and do all that?
1: I mean, like at the end of the day, if you decide to like join the military, the army, and I'm not promoting in any way. Cause you know, I'm probably going to get out after my first contract. You know what I'm saying? I don't even blame you. Continue. Uh, but at the end of the day, it's like you have a job, like you could do, you could do accounting, you could be a nurse, you could be a doctor, you can do HR, mm-hmm. you can do a lot of stuff. But at the end of the day, you're going to be expected to be a soldier at the very mm, end of the day. You okay. know? So you got to remember that. Um, Does
0: it kind of like break away at like who you are? Like, while you were going through training and all that?
1: Definitely. When you're, like, in the initial training, they have you, like, it's kind of, like, almost, like, cultish. Like, because it's, like, you have no phone. You're in a state that you don't know. You're on a <laughs> compound that you're not going to leave for two, two two and a <laughs> half <can't> months. You can't leave. <laughs> you can't leave. Everything is, like, so you – and you only get to talk to the outside world through mail. That's so insane. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. So it's just, like, it definitely can – Get to you, you know, so it's just kind of like your job to not kind of get sucked into the. Just don't that. fault. Just, yeah, don't, don't break you know, upon yourself. Yeah, yeah. At the end of the day, like the military will institutionalize you, like, like on some prison type. You know, like when people go to prison and they're like, they keep wanting to go back because they're used to that. Mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. military is almost the same way. Cause oh, wow. It's like, you get used to that lifestyle you get used to those people you get used to what you're doing
0: oh shit, that's Mm -hmm. crazy how is dating there then or are you supposed to just like mind your business go to work go home don't talk to no nobody (laughs) like
1: no you can't so you can't fraternize okay but of course people are still doing you know what they want to do because it's like (laughs) We're human.
0: I'm a human. grown-ass adult. Yeah. You, know, <laughs> you, got, you
1: got your hormones. She or he got their hormones as well. Mm-hmm. So, But for me, I'm not even going to lie, bro. I was No mud time. I was scared. <laughs> I was scared. I'm trying to go in and out. Like, I'm trying to go in. Because that's the thing is, like, the thing about the military, the easiest way, like, during the training and shit mm-hmm. is, like, to literally start and just go straight through. Do a lot of people, like, just do bullshit and bring them back or what? Bro, if you try to quit halfway through, they hold you insanely. Like, What do you mean? They'll hold your, like, paperwork so you can't leave. So there was, like, a girl that basically, like, basically quit. Like, I want to go home, like, three weeks (laughs) in. We got eight weeks left. She stayed for an additional, like, 15, 16 weeks. So we left in eight. She stayed for the next cycle damn near. Yeah, because it's like. Why? I mean, they say it's like, oh, we have to, like, finalize your paperwork, da-da-da-da. But it's like, realistically, your paperwork is the least priority. It's on the bottom of the stack. They'll get to it when they get to it. You know what wow. I'm saying? So, I, like, I mean, that's my opinion. I don't know if that's the truth, but that's what I was seeing with my eyes. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, you okay. Know?
0: so I could be wrong,
1: but mm-hmm. that's what I was just peeping.
0: What some of the crazy shit that you saw, like, crazy stories? Uh,
1: when, we, when I was deployed or in training? Both training was, so, like, the first three weeks of, like, basic is... is
0: It won't fall. You don't need to hold it. Oh, my bad. (laughs) I feel like it's just a habit, like a comfort (laughs) thing. Yeah, yeah, My bad. um
1: I feel like... Oh, so the first three weeks, yeah, it's called red phase. So it's, like, kind of like the hazing phase in a way. Okay, okay. So these niggas are coming in at, like, 2 in the morning. They're sending you to bed at 10, and then... Co- they came in at, like, 2 in the morning for, like, a week straight, and they're, like, screaming, da-da-da-da, like, get up, toe-the-line, you're at the edge of your bunk bed, get your bunk made up, you're doing push-ups and some motion, like, crunches, mm. V-ups, all that type of stuff. Uh, so, like, I think So you weren't like, sleeping much? Nah, sleep, bro. Worry sleep. about that week four? You don't get sleep the whole time you're there. <laughs> you, don't, you don't sleep. Bro, literally, but the thing is, like, when you do sleep, you sleep, like, the best ever. Because you have no phone. Okay. And yeah, it's yeah. like, you've been, you've been up since 5 in the morning. Like, you wake up, work out, walk to the gun range, do whatever, come back. Like, you're moving the whole day until 10 p.m., 5 to 10 p.m. So, when you hit that bed,
0: You better lit. sleep? Bro, it. it's lights
1: out. Like, you don't even, it's literally, like, 15 seconds, you're out, and you sleep like a baby. You know, but was
0: there anyone else? They're just snoring, just snoring?
1: <laughs> uh luckily, I didn't have nobody snoring next to me. that would have been so no, shitty.:
0: I've heard a story where like a dude was like snoring, and they just jumped him. They just jumped him. Yeah <laughs> I, could, just... I could believe like
1: bro, you don't play with people's sleep. In that environment, you don't play with people's sleep. I promise you don't play with people's sleep. You don't play with people sleep. But uh, craziest thing in deployment, I think there was, like, a, a few instances. Like, um, no one get jumped? There was no weapons? During deployment? Yeah, no one, like, tar- turned on each other. Oh, definitely. Like there was a lot of like beef, a lot of meltdowns that happened between mm. like me and my team and things like that. Mm-hmm. But we always had to like come back together end of the night, you know, smoke a black, talk about what happened. You know, <laughs> that's decompress. where your nicotine came from. Yeah, that's that's how it all started, you because know? it's 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 stressful. It's stressful. Mm. Like you, they didn't let you go to wood instead? No woods, no no gas. <laughs> that would've solved everybody's problems. That would've solved everybody's problems, but yeah, I think on deployment, I think, okay, the one I can talk about because it was in the news, you know. Okay, I'm, not, yeah, I'm yeah. not releasing no crazy. Like, so I think it was, like, July. Yeah, beginning of July. I'm on triple ba- a triple A-B air base. It's, like, an Air Force air base in Iraq. And, like, I think this it's called. We in Iraq. Yeah. <laughs> okay, <gonna just> let <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It was, like, El- Al-Habar. Like, that's a city or whatever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But we're on the base the whole time. And we had been getting, like, bombed throughout the summer. Like, it gets hot, so I feel like they got frustrated because the heat. <laughs> you like, bro, it's one fifteen, bro. You were waking up mad at somebody. <laughs> so we were getting bombs like, throughout the summer. One
0: fifteen, you had to wear all that Yeah,
1: <laughs> bro, I'm telling you, you hop out the shower. Isn't it, like, a 50-pound bag? That's... Uh, I think the plates in the front are, like, 10 and then 10 on the back. But mm, you I mean, didn't have to run around with the backpack on? Nah, nah, so nah. So where'd y'all niggas get water? I mean, you can have like a camelback, mm, and yeah, it's like yeah. you, you know talking about like a camelback. It's like a it's like a backpack, but it's like it's literally like a water sack. And oh, okay, it has, yeah, like, that's the what I'm through. Yeah, yeah you yeah. know, but that's pretty heavy too. But we're just on the base, you know, chilling. Like we're kind of used to getting attacked at this point. And then I think we had just went to like Starbucks. They had like Starbucks on the base or like a coffee shop. No, it was called Green Bean. Shout out to Green Bean. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're driving back in the van. It's me, my boy Soto and my boy V, and then we just, the alarm goes off, like, bam, 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 and we're like, no, we didn't even hear the alarm. We didn't hear the alarm because we had the windows rolled up. We saw this dude. He was carrying like the the big. I don't even know what it's called. It's like a. It's one of them big guns, them big Call of Duty. <laughs> he darts. He darts past the van. He go. He goes into the bunker. They had like these cement bunkers everywhere. Mm-hmm. And we're like, oh, we must be getting attacked. We park the van. We hop out. We run to the bunker. And we're just chilling. Usually it's like one or two bombs. We smooth, you know, continue with their day. <laughs> dude, this time we sitting in the bunker. And it's like doom 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 and it's like getting close like our feet are starting to shake. And we're just looking at each other. We're like there's like eight there's eight niggas in the thing and we're just we're the the a unit from Louisiana and we're just like, What is going on? What is going on? And they just kept going and going. It felt like it was getting closer and then whatever. Luckily like none of us in that area got hit and then you know they do like the recap towards the whatever so at the end of the night we find out we got hit with i think it was 15 rockets and then they had 15 more but the 15 in the other truck exploded the truck cuz it's like they're they're rigging it themselves yeah, so it was nuts. Like, people had videos of them, like, driving to, like, the cafeteria. And then, like, a rocket, like, <clears> landing, like, 50 feet in front of them. Hitting a U-turn. Driving the other way. Yeah, that was one of the craziest, like, moments. And nah, then, that's insane. Yeah, and I used to, like, not really. you think really...
0: that your life was, like, actually, like, oh, yeah, this just might be
1: it? I think, like, the first time we got attacked, like, 100%, I was like, ah, yeah. Like, I did the whole protocol vest helmet weapon but then like over time and it keeps happening so frequently you really just go hoodie Best. <laughs> Best, you have a weapon. tank on tank like just bro, cause they're hitting you at like three in the morning sometimes like you gotta roll out of bed. Y'all so.
0: niggas got it? Yeah,
1: and dude's knocking on your door like bro, you gotta get up and you're shut like, off, bro, bro like, off, if this is my time, it might be my time, bro, it might be my nah. time. But yeah, and I like I never used to like tell my, I, I told my dad every <laughs> once in a while, but I could see he was kind of nervous, so I wouldn't tell him every time, mm. but I definitely never told my mom. I knew she would tweak, but then I, How did your mom even take you doing this? She didn't... Bro, she kept saying, it's not happening. Like, it's not happening. Like, even to, like, the day before I left, she's like, it's not happening. <laughs> I'm just like, bro, we have to accept that it's happening. Like, we have to get... I, I have to get prepared for this, you know? Oh, wow. But, but they were really co- supportive. Mm. But continue, what'd you say? Um, where was I at? Oh, yeah, I never told my mom, but then this one hopped on, like, I think it was on, like, CNN or something. And then my dad... Screenshot and sent it to me. He's like, Is this where you're at? I'm just like,
0: Maybe, yeah. I'm just, right. I'm just like, Yeah, but we good,
1: we good. I wasn't even over there, I wasn't around that area.
0: You know what I'm saying? Holy shit. So, are you like, do you say that you kind of detached yourself from like the people, like civilians here when you came back? We were like, Y'all problems ain't that crazy. How y'all feel? I mean, like, we live different, we live two different lives now, or what?
1: Um, I would say no. I was super excited to see everyone, mm-hmm. and I think me coming back and living with my roommates right away kind of like kind of rubbed the dirt off my shoulders. Like it got me back in motion of regular civilian. You're like, back thinking about hoes
0: and work like, and money. Yeah, regular, like, college regular, things. regular, <laughs> regular collar stuff. You know yeah. what I'm saying?
1: But the one thing I lacked, I've noticed right away, was I was lacking. Empathy when I was talking to people Because it's like when you're over there There's not a lot of time for empathy Like if someone needs you to do something They need you to do something Later Mm -hmm. on we can apologize and kumbaya And Mm -hmm. then make friends again Mm -hmm. But there's no time to be like Hey NK I know you're not feeling right But I need you to It's like no bro get up get up let's go We have to go go." You know what I'm saying So when I came back I kind of lost that empathy So Mm. And I'm just like Am I Am I being rude, or are these niggas bitch me? like, what's what's going on here, you know what I'm saying? So, but then I realized, I'm like, oh, okay, I need to kind of get back to being more empathetic, and, Mm -hmm. you know, communicating, delivering my messages better to people, Mm -hmm. you know, like, same
0: message, but the way you deliver it might be a little Mm -hmm. different. What is the main difference in the way that you're able to communicate with people now? Um, Like, do you feel like you're more empathetic um, after you went out, after you went to IRA, or do you think you were empathetic before? I
1: think Or be, were you
0: just behaving in a way just to behave? You're empathetic just because that's what society told you to.
1: I think now with that combination of having to work and live with so many different like races and personalities from all over the mm-hmm. US, that gave me a lot of skill to kind of put myself in other people's shoes. Okay. So now understanding that I'm back here, back in the normal world, I need to communicate with a little bit more empathy. Mm-hmm. I also have a little bit of more skill with connecting with different personalities and communicating to people in all ages, like different male, female, like different backgrounds. So I think overall, the whole experience did help me, Mm -hmm. you know, I think. Depending on what mindset, because there's a bunch of things I could grab and be like, oh, yeah, I messed up my life, this, that, and the third. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But it's kind of like your decision to be like, okay, what are Yo, the good experiences? What did it. you really learn? How that. did it help you?
0: I feel it. Feel. So mm-hmm. do you feel like you, you don't have to force your ethical side anymore? You just think that's just naturally in you? No, nah, I don't think being ethical is 100% in anybody. Okay. I think
1: we all kind of hit situations where... You're like, okay, I could really do somebody greasy right now. Like, I could really I could really do somebody dirty, but then you're like, okay, let me let me kind of take a step back. Like like what? It just even like day to day, like mm. sometimes it's like I don't even know off the top of my head really, like mm. what's something I would say?
0: I kind of like Like
1: even Okay, this isn't even that big, but it's like you, let's say you go out to the store, right? Mm -hmm. You see, like the other day, I went to Rosedale Mall, I think it was like after Black Friday or whatever. They had like everything off 50%, (laughs) right? I could have came back to the crib and been like silent, not told nobody what was really going on. Like, hey, there's a lot of deals out there. You know, we're all, you know, limited on cash because we're in college but you can go out there and get some good fits mm-hmm, but I could mm-hmm. really keep it to myself be dipped not tell nobody mm-hmm. you know so I really thought about it I'm just like nah, let me let me let my roommates know like go out to Rosedale go pick like everything's 50 60 percent off you know so I mean that's not really like ethical like I, I don't think it would have been bad if I didn't tell nobody but you know
0: it only goes up from there yeah I feel it I feel it I feel it. do you enjoy going to bars still
1: uh I think I would be lying if I said I don't.
0: Okay. How so?
1: I think I'm one of those people that I like to work hard, but I also like to play hard. Okay. I think that's just my my balance. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, if I'm working hard school, work, military, whatever, extracurriculars, like, mm-hmm. I also want to, when the weekend comes up, I want to see my friends. I want to go out. I want to, you know, enjoy myself. For of someone, course. You know, some other people, it might be different. So... They might want to work hard and then be like, okay, this whole weekend I'm about to watch anime mm. or be on the game, you know. But I just like being around good people. I feel it. And, I feel it. you know, it. enjoying the weekend.
0: Nah. Do uh, you? I mean. How do you feel about it? I realize that I enjoy the feeling of being, like, perceived, but I don't like being there. Okay. Because I feel like not even on the sense that it's like draining, but like, for example, like last week in my homeboy, he came from Wisco to come here, right? Mm -hmm. And we were in the bar and like, literally, I couldn't do this without like bumping my shoulder into three guys like this. And it's like, that's kind of crazy. Right, right. So I think I need to like, Minnesota needs to get more like spots where you just sit down and just chat with people or like just like stand and just chat with different people and not just like. For example, like at Plums, I feel like you just have to just, like, the only type of game you can spit is come dance with me. And I'm like, that's kind of, I'm not going to dance with a stranger, bro. Be serious. Yeah, it's a little outrageous.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's a little outrageous. Now, Plums is a unique case because it's like, that's your guys' school's, like, bar. Mm -hmm. You know, and it's a little little smaller, but it's like, they'll put, like, a thousand people in there. Where you can't move, you can't get a drink, you can't dap nobody up, your shoes are scuffed, your drinks are everywhere. But you know, I think sometimes it can get annoying, but I think sometimes it's a good time just go there, act a fool, have fun with your friends mm. type deal. But I think Minnesota, we need a place where celebrities can go. And that here's why I say that okay, here's why I say that AZ is hosting the Super Bowl this weekend. Okay, they have two chains out there, Meek is down there, they got 21 down there. <laughs> Like they just have There's places. a reason to go there There's yeah, a yeah. Re- Like they have places For people to enjoy themselves That are higher end I guess mm-hmm. But like Minneapolis is just like I just feel like Excuse me I feel like there's
0: nowhere For people I To, f- to really f- do that No I know exactly what you mean Because it's like what I'm pumped to like Cowboy Jacks or like Union. You want it's Anthony like, Edwards to go to Cowboy Jacks? That's kind of dangerous. Personally, I don't want. I don't want him there. No, you know what let's I'm be, let's be serious. I don't want him there. Have you ever been to like a, like a spot and you actually see like a famous motherfucker there? Um. Cause I'll never forgive Jalen Suggs for pulling out to Blarney's. I won't forgive that nigga. No, I'm not I've never <laughs> let that shit slide, bro. He was young, though. He bro, was young. Why are you here? He was <laughs> young. You? He was young. He was bro, young. Bro, this is what he was like. A oh, freshman at Gonzaga, right? I'm like. At Blarney's? Yeah. Like, bro. Yeah. Now I can't get no hoes because <laughs> you're here, bro. Stop it. <laughs> go somewhere else. Uh, yeah. Holy shit, bro. You,
1: are you are you more of a
0: house party person? Or oh, house alter? parties will always be better than uh, like bar. bars and clubs. I 100% agree. Because I feel like there's an excuse for me to talk to every single person at a house party but there's no reason for me to talk to every single person at a, at a bar. There's literally no reason for me to talk to anybody at the bar. Because yeah. it's like now it's literally the basis that we're walking on is I think you're attractive that's why I walked over to you to chat. Right. That's a pretty weak floor for me to walk over to, you feel right, me? Right, right. Yeah, but in in the case where it's like uh house party is like, I mean you must know someone that I must know. That's how we both got invited yeah. to this
1: spot. That's how we can connect.
0: Exactly, exactly. Why are, Why do you think house parties?
1: Because I noticed a decline. Like, I noticed a big decline in house parties. Is uh, it because
0: we're getting older or why? COVID, we got older, and I don't want niggas in my house. <laughs> I don't want niggas in my house, bro. Bro, bro, I remember. For, <clears throat> what was it? freshman year, freshman yeah. sophomore year. I remember there was like a really big party at uh the U. Do you know like where there's like a yard and then there's the Oh yeah, like the red houses. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. by like the apartments like. Marshall, I think that's what it's called.
1: Yeah. Oh, oh, you're talking about like it's like green. Yeah. Like you go up, it's green. Yeah, yeah, Marshall's a good
0: spot. Yeah, yeah. Um there was it was after a football game. Um mm-hmm. they just won some shit, right? And I was cool with one of the players, right? So he was like, "Oh, I okay, can pull up." So I'm mm-hmm. like, ah, it's up. It's don't even up. don't even worry That's about it. You <laughs> no one of the players? It was, yeah, yeah, most you're definitely. very up. Bro, you know it's gonna be up. I'll pull with me, Mac, uh, and then like a couple other people, right? We we pull up there, right? Mm-hmm. This bitch is going crazy, razor, right? Right. And then I go into like one of the houses. I don't even know how they even coordinated this, but every single house had their own separate party going on, yeah, alongside the big yeah. uh garden spot, yeah, right? Yep. So I walk into this nigga's spot. And I see this see this motherfucker raging, right? And I see this person grab a like a vase, and like football spike that bitch right in the ground. Boom! Oh my God! The Minnesota won the won the game, right? And then I see Ash come up. I'm like, no way! There's no way! And I see the owner of the house go, "That's my grandma!" And I'm like, you know what? There's no way. I. Would be down I would be damned if I let a nigga in my house and I just let that slide. You have to die over that. that, that <laughs> you, <happens>? Yes, bro. <laughs> so yeah, no motherfucker throwing mm, yeah, that shit. Might
1: end up in jail, that and
0: day. the guy just started like freaking out. He was like, oh my god, what the fuck is going on? Cause he was at another like house and then he came to his shit yeah, just to yeah, see that. Yeah. The TV was broken off. It was just a bunch of nonsense. There was water and shit on the ground. His personal liquor was broken. Yeah, no, it was. It was insane. So I feel like it's a combination of those three aspects of it. Yeah, you don't want people. No, that would be crazy. And then. The type of. of Oh, there were so many bad bitches. Holy fuck. There's something about football niggas. They're just able to get all the bad hoes together. Uh, I don't think I had
1: access to, like. <laughs> <laughs> women of different ethnicities. until, ah, Okay, 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 okay. Like almost recently for real Mm -hmm. i feel like maybe it was just because i grew up in a more like white populated area Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so yeah like (laughs) i just never really got those opportunities to talk to black women hispanic women asian women Mm -hmm. as much as i would have loved or even like in high schools like the the black girls that i did know they became my like sisters just off of like okay there's five of y'all and y'all black so it's just like i don't know just naturally we're just gonna be homies like there's mm. no like really romantic or like you know sexual tension or nothing we're just mm.
0: homies like you're the guy why, why why do you think that that happens because I've, I've heard a lot of dudes they'll look me in the eye and be like oh yeah no that motherfucker yeah no that's that's the bro for real yeah but they'll see any mary sue and be like oh yeah no i'm gonna da, 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 yeah da, da.
1: yeah um I mean, now you—I don't think you have an excuse <laughs> if you girl, have access. <laughs> You—if you have access to multiple ethnicities and it's like—and I'm not saying like whatever you like, you like. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't think I have like a type. I don't think I'll ever hold myself to one race in any type of way. Mm-hmm. But I think at that time it was more like a security thing. Like we, our class has a thousand white people in high school. <laughs> Right, yeah, and there's maybe what feels like ten niggas.
0: <laughs> Totality, yeah. That's what
1: it feels like. I might be <laughs> wrong, but that's what it feels like. Mm-hmm, and it mm-hmm. really feels like there's five black girls. Mm-hmm. So it's more. I felt like more of like a security thing. Like I just mm. want to feel secure with my blackness. Like mm. someone I can communicate to with in without code switching. Like I can just feel comfortable with you. And it's like I don't even want to take the chance of. Trying to date and then break up and ruin that, and then I don't have that place to like go to and just communicate freely and comfortably. That's I feel like maybe that could be it. I feel that you know. So yeah, coming into college is just like I was just kind of doing what I knew. Okay. You know, and still like the U of M is not as diverse as you would think, mm-hmm. and it it's almost like again like I didn't really have the opportunity to. To communicate to other ethnicities in more of like a romantic, sexual way type deal, mm. you know. But you know, as soon as I got the opportunity, <laughs> I took advantage <laughs> and I communicated.
0: Mm-hmm. Niggas has been upping the score ever since. God damn. Ah, mm-mm. but I feel it, bro. Ah, appreciate it for you to coming on here. Mm-hmm. Ah, this is very lit. This is very lit. Ah, go hit the Patreon and we out.